Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to NYPA Entertainment Radio. It's your boy, KG. Thank you for joining me live today. And if not live, I appreciate you uh, downloading this week's show on any of the platform uh, platforms, I should say, plural. Um, don't forget to subscribe, download, share, comment, uh, five stars. I'm biased, but of course, I, I think my show deserves five stars. Anywho, I uh, appreciate you for taking the time out and uh, for the next two hours. Let me entertain you and the whole nine. Uh, I got a lot of stuff to get into, and I still have some songs I haven't get a chance to really play yet uh, from this month's Spotlight Music Playlist. And uh, if you missed it last week, um, right now we're doing the Spotlight Playlist for this month. Uh, and the Spotlight is on New York, New York, Volume 1, My Second Home. Uh, is where the shows uh, originated from uh, before moving it down here to Philly. And um, with the Spotlight Music Playlist, it's artists, writers, producers, uh, whomever from New York, New York, whether it's the city or the state, it's from New York. So if it's a song you hear, like, oh, they're not from here, remember, you never know who wrote the song, might be from New York, or a producer might be from New York. So it's all genres, past and present, everyone you can think of. Um, that I could try to fit into volume one. So it's a little bit of everything. It's not just all hip-hop, not just all R&B. It's a little bit of everything uh, to pay homage to New York City. Um, and then, <clears throat> excuse me, next month, uh, November 5th, I believe it is, we're back to our standard music playlist, which is genres, all genres from past and present, from anyone, anywhere, what have you. And then uh, round out the year uh, with the uh, annual holiday music that we do every December. Uh, so I can't believe it. As I said that out loud, like I said last week, I can't believe we're at the end of the year already. But uh, that sums up 2021. And then, of course, you take the holiday break back up in, in January 22 and uh, off to the races again. Um, well, like I said, last week's show, appreciate the love. Uh, I got some comments and everyone uh, told me to like the uh, season premiere and stories and the whole nine and um, are looking forward to what we have uh, coming in the 11th season, with tricks I may have up my sleeve and being back on camera and the whole nine. So should be a lot of fun, and uh, I'm looking forward to it, quite frankly. I'm really looking forward to it. All right, now, I said this. I didn't say this in the, in, in the trailer leading to the show. Um, I, check, I, I post up trailers now, you know, setting you up for the show and the whole nine. But I am a sports fan. I love sports. 
And I'm a diehard Philly guy. I'm a Philly guy through and through in their teams and all nine. Right now, I'm not feeling too well. I'm angry with them. So our Philly sports team are trash right now, all of them across the board. Football, trash. Baseball, super trash. Hockey, trash. Basketball, trash-ish. And here's why. This is where I start my rant. And I can't wait to talk to you guys. I always say that. Looking forward to talking to you. Can't wait to talk to you, blah, blah, blah. All right. So, and I said, I'm going to give you my opinion on this whole Ben Simmons saga uh, that's going on between that and the 76ers. And everyone who knows me uh, know I'm a diehard Sixers fan. Like I said, I love, I'm from Philly. I love my city, you know, but right now, our sports is trash right now. It's just garbage. It's trash. It's stinging up the street. The whole nine fucking laughing stop pretty much next to Jets fans and Giants fans and, you know. Um, but our sports teams are stinging up the joint big time. NBA training camp starts. And for the most part, everybody going through their respective training uh, training camps in the whole nine. Well, we got a situation here that everyone is aware of. So you got this cat, Ben Simmons, getting paid $200 million to play basketball, which I wish I was blessed with that talent to play and was getting paid 200 just to play a freaking game. That's it. All you're doing is playing the game for a living, a sport. That is it. So it starts from last year, and everyone knows that we, we stunk up the joint in the playoffs against Atlanta in the game seven. And Ben Simmons himself shit the bed. He really he shit the bed in the game. He was the drizzling shit. He was just all, oh, and you can't get around it. It wasn't just him. It was others outside of Embiid and Maxi and, and Curry. There's others that could have picked up, but he's the second all-star. He's the co-franchise. He was missing shots left and right. I mean, you couldn't avoid it all on camera. It's, he, I mean, he's the drizzling shit. Like I said, he just shit the bed in the playoffs. All right, so after the game, everybody's upset. You're pissed off because, like, dude, we expect more from you. We expect you to help carry and, and get us into uh, the conference finals and the finals or whatever. We're equipped to do that. We can do this shit. Well, everyone after the game, fans and analysts and teammates alike, pretty much is like, yeah, we can't avoid it, man. He, he, he didn't do well. And comments, I don't know if we can win with him and whatever. So instead of taking it like a real man and getting in that gym and working on his game and coming back and kicking ass like, yeah, up yours, motherfucker, yeah, he'd rather sit home, took his ball, and went home, and he's pouting, arms folded, lips poked out, back to the door. He's looking at the wall. I ain't going nowhere to you. You talk mean to me. Go trade me. And it's like, why, like, dude, why are you holding out? Why, like, just come, come in to work? Nah, I get it. You want me to trade it? Fine, get the fuck out of here. However, be a businessman and show up and just be professional. Because any one of y'all out there that got jobs and y'all said, I'm not coming in, you can find me, I don't care. I don't care how much money you're sitting on. That's fine, it'll affect your money. I don't care how much money you got in the world. No one wants to, should be giving up free money for no reason. But any one of y'all out there that's listening, live or even on download, on your way to work even, or coming back from work, or thinking about work for tomorrow. And some of y'all might be dreading because y'all don't like the setup. You're still going. Why? Not because you need the money, but you're professional also. You're an adult. You're mature. You go in, you do what you're supposed to do, you deal with the bullshit, and get out, and you keep it moving. Okay? Now, on the side, you might be looking for another gig, but you still show up. You still you show up. And none of us are getting paid 200 mil. 
So if I'm blessed with the opportunity to play basketball and be 200 mil and 6'10", like a ball, and all I got to do each day in my life right now is go to the gym and work on my game on like maybe six or seven days a week for a couple hours a day, and after that I could just run the streets and do whatever, and that's it? So that's it and I get paid for that? Oh, you can't can get me out that gym, homie. You can't get me out that gym at all. The great ones usually practice and work on their game. Even those who are razor sharp want to get even sharper because they're going to work on it. This fool here is being disrespectful not only to his teammates, but to the fans. Yeah, we booed him, but you can erase all that by showing up and admitting, like, yeah, that was a drizzling shit. I should have been in the playoffs. And then coming back and then showing that you have improved your game in a whole not all is forgiven. You know how to get over angry fans? You know how to get them happy with you? Just start winning. They never forget everything. Hey, that was good, brother. Yeah, you winning. You don't sit home and pout and be mad because you feel some type of way. That's that's not how life works. In his world, it does. But what he doesn't know and what he doesn't realize, and and, and no one's, I don't know if anyone's saying it to him, but this will affect your brand down the line. It will affect your new team, too. They see how you act. They get, all right, man, you, wanna, you want to do that. But yet... You're turning your back on your team. So over criticism, you're turning all these harsh criticisms, or so-called harsh criticism, turn your back on your team, and you don't want to come in. They'll remember that. So who will want you on their team down the line? Because as soon as you get – so let's just say you go to another team, and they criticize you and critique you and say some shit to you. Are you going to do the same thing? Like, I don't want to trade and, and turn your back on them. Or um, businesses, endorsements. This is a business. Act like one. Put your big boy draws on and go to fucking on the court and play. And if you want to go, you want to go. But don't be respectful to the fans who pay your salary, who put, who buys the tickets, who buys the jerseys, who buys the games, who buys the basketball, who buys the whatever. We, we, the fans, everyone, not just in this city, but everyone that put money into these organizations and, and we work hard for our cash, we want to be entertained, we want to see our players. And then we're hearing that our, our players – or one of the players or whatever wants to sit home and he's mad instead of being a big man and being a big boy and just going and play. These young cats don't get it. They don't they don't realize. They don't, they're so extra sensitive about everything. You take the good with the bad. And if you shit the bed, you shit the bed. No one can protect. No one cannot gloss that over. No one can protect you on that one. On camera, the camera's in your face. Like if I see one of my boys commit a uh, commit a crime and the camera's in his face, I cannot lie to ah that's not him. I'm like the cameras are like, yeah, the fuck that's him, they got him. What camera's on you, dude? You shit the bed. Come back, prove your worth, and keep it moving. And this is move on past that. It's just the spoiltness of these young athletes is ridiculous. They are too much money to begin with. Some are overpaid and it shows. Um the eagle the eagle got the gets the best of them and they just don't wanna just like, Oh, you need me, I don't need you. Go ahead and find me. Ha ha, it's only money. Ha 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 and then throw it away. What that money they lose is going to come back on him. So at the end of the day, man, like I said, sports is trash right now. And just with, between the athletes, uh, this is all about the athletes. Either they just playing like playing like garbage, coaching like garbage, or whatever. It's it's just it's a bleak, bleak sports season in this very city right now. And I say fuck you to the cowgirl fans and the Boston fans and the fans of the other teams and the Washington fans. Fuck y'all. Y'all garbage anyway too. Y'all got this. Y'all got this early in the season, but we'll bounce back. Cause it's Philadelphia. That's what we do. Anyway, um, enough of me uh, 
jumping on Ben Simmons in sports and, and, and uh, waxing poetic about that. I'm going to play some music. When we come back, I got some more things I'm going to get into. And, um, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't say that yet. I'll wait. I'll wait. But um, stick around. Got some music. New York, New York, Volume 1. Uh, spotlight playlist. I got a lot of New York music on here, man. Um, I love it. I'm just, I'm just now getting started with this. I couldn't play it all last week. But, um, yeah, I think you guys won't like it. Sit back, relax, be right back. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Wow, 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 wow. Out. I took the freaking straight, no doubt. Yeah. We got him. We got him. 
if you are high, I'll be better
Rules of beats and the lines are so dope Physical lessons of playing inside music That's a critic or a blast in before They'll never care for the brothers and sisters Why cross the country has a soap for the war We got to get them straight Come on now, they're gonna have to wait Till we get it right Radio stations like what's in their blackness They call them the black But we'll see if they'll play this Carry it up Bring the noise The crowd rest to me, my DJ is warm, the X, I call him North, you know He can cut a record from side to side, so with the rise of glide, some people think I let him suicide Don't control me, he's the father of your rock and roll Music for what you're for you call a bad man Making the music, a music, but they can't do it, you know You call them demos, but we ride demos too What you gonna do, rap is not afraid of you, feed it for Sonny Bono Like I'ma run into my ex And every time I run into a flex uh, 
kid and play. Now everybody sing. NYPA Entertainment Radio. It's your boy KG. Um, again, thank you for taking time out to listen to the show. Uh, remember, catch me live every Sunday, five to seven PM, right here on Blog Talk or any other any of the other. Easy for me to say, any of the other platforms uh, that are out there: Google, Spotify, Sounder, Bulldog, uh, Bullhorn, Breaker, uh, Alexa, iTunes, the whole nine. Uh, so forget subscribe, uh, download, it's free. And uh, comment, share, the whole nine. NYP Entertainment Radio. Um, that's just, again, a snippet of the Spotlight playlist, which is on New York, New York. And that's volume one. Like I said, I, I couldn't fit everybody on there. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, but uh, down the line, we'll have volume two. I don't know when. Uh, so I'm going to give you volume two for New York and Philadelphia. And it's going to be like that for a lot of different cities, states, and artists alike. Can't put the whole catalog on there. It's a two-hour show, and it's we're doing it, you know, doing it monthly, every other month, or whatever the case may be. Um, but like I said, after this, and when I do decide to do another spotlight playlist, uh, it will be in your hands. You guys get to vote. I'll give you the uh, four options, and you vote. 
and then you just put in the comment box just which option. Nothing else. No one asks for any side comments on why you chose it or whatever. The simple instructions. Well, this person, that person, this era, that era, put it in. I'll count it up, and I'll just go down and say, all right, this many people want to hear this for this month or whatever. Um, if it's a tie, I'll break the tie. If it's underwhelming voting, then I'll just pick it, pick it and boom, and that'll be the spot will be on whatever I decide to pick. So that's how it works, and that's what's going to happen the next time around when uh, we do the spotlight playlist. All right, let's move on. <clears throat> Mike Tyson uh, quotes Evander Holyfield. Evander fucked up the money. We got to do it with Linux now. Uh, the former undisputed heavyweight champion of the world was extremely hopeful at a showdown between himself and longtime rival Evander Holyfield will come to fruition. Having shared the ring with one another on two occasions, the pair have generated an excess of 3.5 million uh, pay-per-view buys. Despite the truckload of money that both were expected to make for a third meeting, after witnessing Holyfield suffer a brutal first-round knockout defeat at the hands of Victor Belfort just a few weeks ago, Tyson now believes that that ship has sailed. Quote, again, Evander fucked up the money, Tyson, uh, Tyson <laughs> during an interview on ESPN News uh, on September 11th at the Hard Rock Hotel and Casino Hollywood, Florida. Tyson was disappointed that, uh, uh, with what took place. On on the night, on that night, the 58-year-old uh, Holyfield stepped in, uh, stepped in just a few weeks' notice, just on a few weeks' notice uh, to take on UFC star Victor Belfort. Originally, Oscar De La Hoya was expected to face the one-time light heavyweight champion, but was forced to withdraw due to testing positive for COVID. Uh, while Holyfield uh, is considered one of the greatest fighters in boxing history, at 58, he's now a shell of his former self. Uh, now, with Holyfield out of the picture, Tyson will turn to another foe he shared the ring with nearly two decades ago. We got to do it with Lennox for now. Uh, no, we got to do it for Lennox now. Much like Tyson's two defeats to Holyfield, Tyson was, was also brutally knocked out during his 0-2 meeting with Lewis. Uh, after a fairly even first few rounds, Lewis took over down the stretch for scoring the knockout win in the eighth round to retain the WBC, IBF, and IBO heavyweight titles. While it's unclear if the pair will share the ring once more, Tyson officially has the itch to continue his boxing career, at least from an exhibition standpoint. A standpoint. On November 20th, 28th, excuse me, 2020, at Stable Center in Los Angeles, Tyson took on fellow legend Roy Jones Jr. in an eight-round exhibition. The two will ultimately end their showdown with a split decision draw. With his adrenaline now now pumping, Tyson simply can't wait to swap fists with someone else in the ring some, uh, sometime soon. Quote, I want to fight. I need another one. Uh, there's a lot to unpack here um, in terms of this. Well, you heard it on the show before. I am – Ivana shouldn't have been there in the ring to begin with at the age of 58. They, should have, they shouldn't have called on him. Um, he's 58 years old. Uh, his time is up. He was once a, a great fighter, and he just shouldn't have been in there. It was embarrassing to see. Um, and I'm glad, and, and I hope he doesn't go back in there. And clearly, it was for a paycheck. He, he, you know, like he just shouldn't be in there. 58 years old. Uh, boxing, boxing is a dangerous sport. And it reminds me because excuse me, I just recently completed pretty much. Um, a documentary Muhammad Ali that did on PBS, it was like a four-part documentary, two hours each time, and it, it chronicled his life through boxing. 
And and later in his life, when he shouldn't have been boxing, when he got his ass handed to him, he looked sluggish. He looked out of it. His flow. I mean, they did pound on Larry Holmes and a, a lot of other cats were pounding on him. It was sad to see, even watching the, even watching the film um, recently. It was just like he shouldn't have been in there. And that's how Evander Holyfield looked. Shouldn't have been in there. Evander um, was much ho- uh, older at the time. Ali was like in his early forties. Evander uh, fifty eight. He shouldn't have been in there. I don't care what, how great you look, and you and you still have that. I mean, it speaks with stir, spur, uh, slur. Excuse me. Already, and he shouldn't have really been in there fighting. Uh, that's why they stopped Riddick Bow uh, recently in celebrity boxing that I read about last week. Read to you guys uh, last week. Um, with Tyson, he's a different breed, different animal. Um, he needs to. He, he has that hunger. I guess he has that scratch that needs to be itched. And he still wants to fight. Excuse me. So hopefully uh, he'll get that with Lennox Lewis. Um, and like I said on the show, um, Father Time is undefeated. That's the only person you cannot defeat or beat. Uh, you, the other, he's going to have to make this decision, him and Lewis, or whoever he's going to fight. He's going to have to make this decision soon because time is running out. Time is going fast. He's 55. I think Lewis is like 50, 55, 50, 54, 55 himself. And if you're going to do exhibition, get it done. Make a decision, get it done by this year or 1st of next year. Um, because the longer it takes, the harder it is for you to, uh, to fight. You know, father time, man. Ages catches up with you. You can't do what you did when you did 20, 30 years ago. It's impossible. And when it's such a brutal physical sport, um, such as boxing, you you got to get it now and make a decision now. Um, it's just something that exhibition is fine, but even, even that is going to run its course. So hopefully he does it with Lewis soon enough. And he does exhibition. Tyson already is smart enough to know how to do it full time. Do a little ex- exhibition. Let me try to get some wins back under me from, you know, revenge wins, so to speak. Um, and, you know, Evander filling in for Oscar, Oscar De La Hoya, messed up his money. That could have been, he could have made a lot more money with the exhibition uh, fight, excuse me, with, excuse me, with Mike Tyson. Um, he, I'm sure they would have made a lot more than Victor Belfort. Uh, so we'll see what happens in terms of Lennox. However, now, I read somewhere else um, that <laughs> Tyson said he'll fight Logan Paul if, you know, it's a $100 million payday involved. So first Floyd, now Tyson, last week uh, we discussed that Floyd said $100 million if, you know, to step back in the ring against Oscar De La Hoya. Well, now it could be very be reality for Logan Paul because Iron, um, Iron Mike says, He's now down to box the YouTube star, claiming a fight could earn the four, uh, the two a fortune. Tyson revealed on his latest episode of Hot Box with Mike Tyson that he had zero issues stepping into the ring with either Logan or Jake Paul, adding the, adding the scrap could net a $100 million payday. Quote, hell yeah, said the, uh, said, Tyson said when rapper Freddie Gibbs asked if he boxed the two YouTube stars, that would be a lot of money. Tyson seemed to, to think boxing Logan would make more sense than fighting Jake, concerning the, the older Paul bro is a bit heavier. Um, as for as for if Logan would do it, Tyson certainly thinks so, telling Gibbs, for 100 million bucks, they do anything. They don't care about getting beat up. Tyson, who's coming off a great performance against Roy Jones Jr., has previously told us he's eyeing Lennox Lewis for the next bout. Uh, but if Logan's down, 
Team Tyson would have no problem moving on to that tilt. Uh, so, Logan, you know what? Logan, get in there. Yeah, Logan talks a lot of shit. He was talking shit on him. Any one of the Pauls was talking on talking shit about Tyson being old and all that stuff. Uh, I would love to see this because I think Tyson would annihilate, annihilate, easy for me to say, annihilate him in the ring or drop him in second. Drop him in second. He, he's looking for a knockout. He couldn't get it. If for some reason they say couldn't, they couldn't do knockouts against the Roy Jones one. And I, and I quoted him after he had the fight on the show, saying the next time he's fight, it's going to be a knockout involved. And with all the smack Logan's been doing and the mockery of the sport, man, this would be perfect. I think going there and knock his ass out. I, that, I think it wouldn't have a lot of money. Oh, I think it would net 100 plus. I think he will be. He might get that joint, you know. Quite frankly, so I think I think that's a good look for him. I think he should. I think it'll be funny. I think it'll be great. Um, I'd rather see him knock the shit out of this clown ass dude, Paul, than go up against Lennox. Uh, I'd rather him go through Paul first, not come out, and then maybe do the Lennox one. Um, then I then I'll wrap it up. Then I'm done. Take care. You take care of Lennox Lewis. You you you, you fight uh Logan Paul. That's it. Get your cash. Boom. Peace. I'm out. Deuces. I'm gone. You know what I mean? Glove drop, right in the ring. Glove drop, boom. I'm out. That's how you. That's how you end it. You don't do nothing else. Um, because like I said, Father Tom is undefeated, and you look. Excuse me. If you decide to do either both fights, you're looking at maybe squeezing them in, in maybe one year if you can get him. It's not this year, but sometime next year before he turns 56, or one when he's 55, and then when he turns 56. Um, and then that's it. I'm done. You prove your point. You got your money. Um, and you just keep it moving. And that's how I think he should do it. I think that's the way he should do it is just, um, take, you know, go in and have some fun. Uh, box a little bit is nothing serious. And I think he still can do it and hold his own. And uh, it, it'll generate a lot of cash. I really see that happening. So hopefully that'll happen. But he has to make a decision soon. He's going to have to. You can't just be, you know, talking about it. As if you're 25 years old and you got time, um, you got to jump on and make a decision. And I and I would love to see. It. I think a lot of people will. I think a lot of people will enjoy it, uh, seeing it, and I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, speaking of fun, we'll take another music break. We'll come back. I got some more stuff to get into. I got some Dave Chappelle, some Kanye, and a lot of other things. Stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. <laughs> But I'll be hood forever, I'm the new Sinatra And since I made it here, I can make it anywhere Yeah, they love me everywhere, I used to cop in Harlem All of my Disney and right there up on Broadway Pull me back to that McDonald's, took it to my sad spot 560 State Street, catch me in the kitchen like the Simmons whipping pastry Cruising down A Street, off white Lexus Driving so slow, but BK is from Texas Me, I'm out that bed stop, home of that boy Biggie Now I live on Billboard, and I brought my boys with me Say what up the side top, still sipping my top, sitting courtside, nicks and nets give me high five. I be spiked out, I could trip a referee, tell by my attitude that I'm most definitely from.
a Yankee can. You should know I bleed blue, but I ain't a crypto. But I got a gang of walking with my click though. Welcome to the melting pot. Corners where we selling Africa been by the home of the hip hop. Yellow cap, juicy cap, dollar cap, holla back. For partners, it ain't fair. They act like they forgot how to act. Eight million stories out there in the naked. City is a pity, half of y'all won't make it. Me, I got a plug special, and I got it made. If Jesus paying LeBron, I'm paying Dwayne Wade. Three dice, Zelo, three card Marley. Labor Day parade, rest in peace, Bob Marley. Statue of Liberty, long live the world trade, long live the king, yo. I'm from the Empire State. Everybody ride her, just like a bus route. Hell Mary to the city, you're a virgin. And Jesus can't save you, life starts when the church is. Came here from school, graduated to the high life. Ball players, rap stars, addicted to the limelight. MC and May got you feeling like a champion. The city never sleeps, better slip you an ambient.
start spreading the news I'm leaving today I want to be part of it New York, New York These vagabond shoes Are longing to stray Right through the very heart of it New York, New York I want to wake up In a city that doesn't sleep And find I'm king of the hill Top of the heap These little town blues are melting away I'll make a brand new start of it in old New York if I can make it there I'll make it anywhere it's up to you New York Frankie Baby sing. Come on now. Come on now. Spotlight's on New York, New York, Volume 1. I got I got to show this Frankie, baby. I got this Frankie. Come on now. What type of person would I be when I'm putting the spotlight on New York, New York, and not to have Frankie sing his heart out about New York, New York? I mean, I mean honestly, every New Yorker I know will be mad at me and upset. Like, come on. What's up? What, what's happening? That's the theme song. New York, New York. That's how you got to end it. You made an event with it. Boom, there you go. New York, New York. Frankie, baby. Old Blue Eyes. Come on. 
So we play the hits here. We play the genre. We play the classics. You know what I mean? came on radio. Come on now. Dude, I thought of this. I, I put you know, if I if I avoided that and I and, and if I waited for possibly volume two or three, I'd have got the hate tweets and shit like that. Like, hey, you forgot about this person. Ah, this is a message to my madness. This is a message to my madness. Pull the man. Just pull the strings. I got it. I got it. Don't worry about it. Like I said, you wait to see volume two for this one in Philadelphia. It's just, it's it's crazy. But like I said, for this right here. You know, what kind of person would I be? Well, I haven't Frankie Baby, old blue eyes saying, you know, New York, come on. Man. It's in the title. It's the title of the damn smiling playlist. Well, I digress. All right, moving on. <clears throat> Shaquille O'Neal reveals how he sabotaged his own meeting, excuse me, his own meeting with Nike to sign with Reebok instead. Signing with Nike is every athlete dream as the leading brand in the business. They have a network that extends far and wide. For young Shaquille O'Neal, Signing with Nike would have no doubt jump-started his career in, a, in an opportunity not many would have passed up. But according to O'Neal himself, he actually sabotaged his own meeting with Nike to sign with another brand instead. Here's the story. Uh, where he literally wore a Reebok jacket during a meeting with Nike executives. Quote, <clears throat> Nike, they had like four or five people and was always – and it always was my dream to have a signature shoe. <clears throat> Excuse me. So when I went to Reebok, they was going to give me a signature shoe because I already had my Shaq emblem. I already had all the commercials. I had everything done in my head on how I wanted to, how I wanted to go. So when I went to Reebok, they said they were going to do it. Shaq said, uh, "Said on Jimmy Kimmel." But but we promised but we promised Nike that we would listen to them. So I wore my Reebok jacket to the Nike meeting, so, so I came back and I signed with Reebok. Shaq was determined to get his own signature shoe to the point where he was willing to cut ties with a company like Nike to get it. Nowadays, Shaq is actually a part owner of Reebok, which is pretty cool considering he's been with them for such a long time now. This is the first time O'Neill has shared some details on his relationship with Reebok. However, back in August on the Full Sin podcast, he told the following story about why he once decided to cut ties with the shoe company. <clears throat> Quote, I had a Reebok deal, $40 million for five years, Shaq said in his full sitting podcast, and I'm leaving the arena one day, and this lady, she's ripping me like, you mother effer, charging these babies all this money for the shoes. And I, and I thought about it. I was like, you know what? She's right. So that day, I cut ties with Reebok, Shaq, Shaq said. I told him, I said, keep the money. This ain't right. Don't want to make it. No fight. I'll still wear the shoes. I'll wear it during the season, but I'll be looking to do my own thing. So it seems that Shaq has a rather complicated story with Reebok. It, it's been a rather up-and-down partnership. But apparently, they're on a pretty good terms now. And while Reebok is no Nike, they are certainly rising in the ranks of the NBA community. Um that's a that's a fascinating story right there. He, he just went in there and just sabotaged. Just, you know, he walked in and like this is my answer. He walks in, this is my answer to you. I got this one. He's wearing it and he's like, now you know, I'm signing with them. So without even saying a word, he walks in like I'm turning you down. That's a that's a ballsy thing. Um, it's a confident a, a confident type thing to do. And and the article is right. A lot of people, um, for the most part. Uh, as an athlete, mainly in basketball, one of the main things is to 
um, signed with Nike because of Jordan and, and everyone else, and, and mainly Jordan uh, leading the way. It's, it's like number one brand. And um, and he wasn't the only one. Like in the 90s, and I don't think Reebok, I don't know, Reebok might be okay now. I think like a distant second, maybe, and then Under Armour, uh, possibly. Uh, but, you know, in, in the 90s at that time, you know, you, you had um, Shaq, I think Iverson had some Reebok. A couple of people had Reebok. I think Shaq, I think Shaq probably secretly recruited them. And, of course, Nike is Nike with Jordan leading the way. Uh, and and a, lot, a lot of these sneakers are expensive, are and were expensive. Um, I don't know about Reebok now. Like I said, I'm not about Reebok. I know Nike, Jordans are, like, mad crazy still expensive. Uh, but that's a ballsy thing to do, and he did it. And I didn't know that he was he, uh, partners with Reebok. I mean, we've been with them for a while. That's not a bad – like, one thing back, one thing about Shaq, which is very impressive, and people don't know about a lot of these athletes for the most part, um, is that a lot of these cats are smart businessmen. And I think uh, Magic Johnson, Ono Michael Jordan kind of paved the way for that. But these cats are like, listen, you want life after basketball. You want to have different – revenue streams coming in. You just don't want to just do endorsements or whatever. You want to have other businesses outside of that. Uh, all the while, you still want to give back also to the community in general uh, with charities and, and so forth. And Shaq is everywhere. He's a, he's a great um, spokesperson for a lot of He's like He's remind me of like what Peyton Manning was. Peyton Manning would do as many commercials. By the time Peyton Manning was everywhere. And Shaq is like every, commercial, every other commercial, Papa John's, um, the the general insurance, everything. Like he's you know I see hot the whole nine. Jack is everywhere, and he's a great spokesperson because he's entertaining and the whole nine. So, and he's a great brand. He's a smart smart businessman, and he knows the business. And it circles back to what I said at the top of the show with Ben Simmons. Like, listen, dude, be a businessman. All this is still business, and everyone has to trust you in the locker room and in the boardroom. And if you're acting like this in the locker room, how are they going to trust you in the boardroom off of criticism? You know what I mean? Like, go back and prove your work. Go in there and be a business person. Just be professional. However you want to do, just be professional. You know what I mean? Show that. Make them know that you're the person. You're the man. You're the woman. Whoever. Whatever. Uh, you need to do that. And and he's business. He's making money. He's Like I said, he has different... Streams of income coming in, and that's one of the key things um, is doing that. So, uh, and and a lot of people don't realize with Shaq, he's not just a spokesperson for Papa John. He's actually, I think, I know he's on. I think he bought owner stake, ownership stake in Papa John. If I'm correct, I know he's on the board with them. He he attends every meeting for what he said. Um, he's not just the face for it. He's not just you know a spokesperson. Like he literally. He's not just a um, figurehead. He literally sits in on the meetings and the whole night. Like, he takes it serious. He's a businessman, and he takes it seriously. And you got to admire him for that. So it's just like, dude, he, one, he's a smart cat, man, like I said. And sometimes you got to do <laughs> Sometimes, you know, I guess at a young age, you do a little bit of outlandish things, outrageous things to get people's attention. But I find that's, a, that's a, a pretty much a very cool story. Um, moving on, Dave Chappelle, my my favorite comedian, if not one of my favorite comedians of all time, 
and I've seen the commercial, and I'm excited. Chappelle shoots Netflix comedy special in Detroit. Um, Detroit and i seen the trailer and the release date. I'm hyped. I haven't yet been disappointed in any of the Chappelle stand-up in, re- in ever, period. He's just funny. Uh, Detroit, Netflix has just released the trailer uh, for the comedy special. Uh, it shot in Detroit with uh, the Chappelle. It's called The Chappelle, The Closer. Um, will drop on the streaming service this Tuesday, October 5th. Uh, the special was filmed at the Fillmore in downtown, in downtown Detroit in August. Uh, that's when the Emmy and Grammy Award-winning comedian performed seven shows in the Motor City. Every audience member in attendance at, the sh- uh, at each show had to take, excuse me, a rapid COVID test for entering, <clears throat> excuse me, for entering the, the Fillmore. No cell phones, always. No cell phones, cameras. Or recording devices were allowed. Netflix's description of the comedy special reads, as he closes out the slate of comedy specials, Dave takes the stage to try and set the record straight and get a few things off his chest. The comedy special is listed as being an hour and 12 minutes long. And I said, well, more than that. Shit. Anyway, I can't wait. Everything he did recently, especially on Netflix, has been hilarious. It's just funny. Uh, it's poignant. It's deep. And... Um, I love his rule of no cell phones or cameras in or record. I love that because you don't because it, it makes it even more special. It's not leaked online. People are not being spoilers, being assholes about it. Like, hey, look what I got. Hey, this is the Steve Chappelle show, and this is what he said. No, nah, if you want to know, you fucking pay and go. And I and I dig that. And I remember before. I think before COVID kicked in, it had to be. It might have been like a year before, maybe not 2019. And he was doing uh, a slate of shows at uh, Radio City Music Hall. And I'm like, yeah, I'm going, I'm going to this joint. I was ready. I'm like, I'm, I seen the tickets. I'm like, all right, I, it, it was reasonable. I was like, you know, I don't mind being back as long as I can see him. I don't care. It's, it's cool. I can just, you know. And I'm ready. And then you go into uh, ticket whatever, hub stub or stub club, whatever you call that shit, and went on there and put you in the waiting room, virtual waiting room, and then boom, you start. And before I went to pick the tickets, I wanted that shit was gone like a matter of seconds. She's like, you're number 508 in line. I said, man, what the fuck? I'm trying to get tickets, man, by the time like, it got down to me, you reaching now, you reaching the 800 dollars $900,000. I said, hey, Dave, I love you, but fuck that. I ain't going to give you no $700. You know, to see you watch you speak and crack jokes. Damn that! I was wait this shit come on television or something. <laughs> but I was like, you cool, but nah, I ain't been at all. You know, new nay that ain't happening. Um, but I am excited about this. I'm looking forward to it. I um, I uh, seen the trailer for it. I didn't even know he. Was, I I didn't even know he was doing one until I think the trailer um came across on like one of my timelines online, I, and I thought it was old. So I was like, what the hell is this? And I looked at it, and I got hyped. And I realized it's coming out sooner than later. I was really hyped. I was like, oh, shit. Okay, Chappelle. Um, yeah, so I, I was, yeah, I, I was, I'm amped up about that. Because I, I, I have yet um, been disappointed with uh, Chappelle um, in his stand-up. He's just, he's, he's that dude. He's just, he's just funny. He's not, sometimes not what he says, it's how he says it, and, and the whole nine, and um, yeah, man, I'm looking forward to that. That should be cool. October 5th, Netflix, Chappelle, The Closer. Uh, yeah, definitely looking forward to that. Y'all check it out. And then um, I'm going to look at it, and next week on the show here, I'll give you my opinion on it. 
you know, I, I, I be real with y'all. I always tell y'all the truth. I, if I don't like something, I don't like it. If I like it, I like it. And I, like I said, I think it should be good. And I'll give you my review next week. So, all right, moving on. Kelly Price breaks her silence saying, says she almost died in flatline due to COVID. Uh, the ongoing cycle over where is where singer Kelly Price has come to an end after the she finally broke her silence and addressed the wave of concern over her well-being. Price, who went, who has been missing in action, said that she actually wasn't in nearly she actually wasn't in nearly died from COVID-19. Explained that the reason why she shielded herself from everyone and they want family members to face face the same. And I'm read that line again. Uh, she explained that the reason why she shielded herself from everyone and and didn't want her family members to face, to face the same fate. Price said she had a serious bout of coronavirus that almost cost her life. In fact, she says her heart stopped, and she flatlined before she was resuscitated by doctors, nursing staff. She was basically knocking on death's door. Still, Price said it's tough because she, she's on oxygen and has a long road ahead to recover to recovery. Um, it was reported that a spokesperson uh, confirmed a couple, uh, well, two Fridays ago, uh, her family filed a missing persons report after Cobb County police couldn't uh, couldn't contact the 40-year-old crooner. Um, Price's attorney disclosed that she was recovering from COVID-19 and out of harm's way despite not being in her Cobb County home. No additional information was given regarding Price's missing person status. Price reportedly left the hospital despite still being sick, and that's when family members became concerned. Relatives said that after August, they lost contact with Price. They maintained, uh, they maintained contact with the woman during her hospital stay, but after her children received a call that she had been discharged from the hospital three weeks after being admitted, they hadn't spoke to Price. Now, now it's clear why she distanced herself from her family. Uh, we wish her a speedy recovery, always. <clears throat> this, is, this, this whole thing, man, this pandemic, John, is no joke. You know what I mean? Um, and I'm not. I'm not. Listening. I'm not going back and forth on uh, vax, no vax. That's, that's y'all business. I, I, you do, you do. You don't, you know. I don't really give a fuck. That's none of my business. I'm not going to point the fingers. Oh, you shouldn't. I'm not going to point the fingers. Oh, you should. And we shouldn't do it to each other. We should not. We should point the finger at the fucking government and be like, oh, what the hell y'all doing? Stop this shit. Why y'all? Whatever, whatever. But don't fight with each other. I mean, it's no one's right or wrong in this. As citizens everywhere. If you want to, good. If you don't, good. That doesn't it don't make no difference to me. I'm not gonna look you side eyed if you do do it. I'm not gonna look at you side eyed if you don't do it. To each his own on the microphone. We everybody gotta respect everyone's privacy and and decision making. Now, this shit is real though. People have been sick, people have died and in the whole night is a real thing. Um and it's something that we all just gotta be careful and hopefully they get a get a chokehold on this son of a bitch. And, and, and we can slow everything down and, and, and get back to moving in the right right direction of living, having fun, being around family members in the whole nine. So hopefully. But like I said, yo, don't point at each other. Let's not post, put postings up. Like, oh, they try to get you. If you do that, don't put this in your veins, man. All that shit I see reading. Like, look, are you put it up now or what? Okay, you told everyone this is your opinion. Big deal. Then you tell your opinion to do it. I, I don't care. I really don't give a shit if y'all don't do it. I don't care if you if you do do it. That doesn't bother me. Find something else to do instead of a witch hunt on finding out why you should do it or witch hunt on why you do it. I told you it's conspiracy. They all trying to kill the whole world. Who's they? And why would they want to kill the whole world, number one? And number two, ah, you, you should do it because they should try to kill the whole world. 
who is they and who are they trying to kill the whole I, I don't understand it. Like, I don't get it. Y'all, get your head out your asses. Stop arguing with each other and try, trying to do witch hunt and just go to the fucking government and come together like, y'all need to put an end on this. Stop getting us to fight each other, distract the hell with y'all doing in the White House. How about that? That's just my opinion. But like I said, it's a serious thing. Everybody be careful. Mask up. Keep it moving. Keep your hands clean. Keep your ass clean. Brush your teeth. Deodor. Hygiene in general is very big with me, and I think it should be big with you. Keep, keep it clean. You know what I mean? Keep it clean. Everything. All your areas. Cracks and crevices. Keep it clean. Keep it clean. And then you'll be all right. The more cleaner you are, the less germs you may get. Just chill out. Do what you're supposed to do. We're almost near this end. You know, we're getting on the other side and the whole nine. But stop pointing fingers at each other. If some people, like again, I'm repeating myself one more time. If someone wants to do it, let them do it. There's no need for comments. If someone don't want to do it, let them not do it. There's no need for comments. Everybody should still be cool with each other and keep it moving and just follow the protocol of what it is. And that's that. And like I said, come together. I said all the energy you got against each other is come together and put energy towards the fuckers that started this thing and find out why they keep ramping up. It goes away and ramp up. Go away and ramp it up. Question them. Let's not question each other because we're just trying to figure this thing out all together. We're in this together, so let's work with each other, not against each other, and look at the motherfuckers that are pulling the strings and telling us what to do and find out how did this get started, why it's still going on, and when is it going to end. How about that? So, you know what I'm saying? I digress. We'll take another music break. We're coming back. Got some more stuff to get into. Still got that Kanye news and uh, and something else. Something else we'll get into also. Uh, stick around. NYPA Entertainment Radio. I'm in love with Mary Jane. She's my 
Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. The hits just keep on coming with the uh, New York, New York Spotlight playlist. You got to have Billy Joel, Mr. New York himself, also piano man. Um, remember, again, catch, catch me live every Sunday, 5 or 7 p.m. right here on Blog Talk Radio. Can't catch it on Blog Talk. It's Apple, it's Google, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Cast, Overcast, uh, 13 different platforms. Check me out. You can download, you can subscribe, you can comment, you can share, um, you can binge listen to past episodes and so forth. So I uh, appreciate you taking the time out to listen to me live. If not, like I said, <clears throat> thank you for just uh, checking out this uh, week's episode and uh, a lot more stuff to get into. So as I said before, uh, Kanye West, I got a couple of things on uh, Kanye West. Uh, I'm going to start with uh, Kanye West has actually produced Ghostface Killers, Supreme Clientele 2, which the first one is, is a classic. Um, <clears throat> uh, following the release of Don, uh, Donda, Kanye West is showing no signs of slowing down, already picking up two new projects for the year. While he has uh, has some non-music ones in the works, including Yeezy Gap, uh, Ye is taking on an additional music project working with uh, Fabio Foreign and Pusha T on their next project. The latest artist to receive Kanye West's musical touch is Ghostface Killer. Killer announced that West and Mike Dean will be working together to executive produce his forthcoming album, Supreme Clientele 2. Ghostface Killer quietly took to Reddit to share the news and revealed that the album is set to drop February 22, February 2022. While it has long been speculated when Ghost sequel to his 2000 Supreme Clientele will be released, it is widely believed that the pandemic is the main factor in the album being delayed amongst everything else. Um, there's no additional news regarding the new album. However, uh, it was also recently announced that Ghostface Killer will be touring with Jizza and Raekwon as part of the Three Chambers tour kicking off. It already kicked off uh, two days ago, October 1st. Elsewhere, music J. Cole, uh, J. Cole and Jordan Lucas more and lost love on the new collaborative single, Your Heart. J. Cole, I like Jordan Lucas. That's cool. Um, Supreme Clientel 2. That should be good, and it's different. I think it's going to have a different feel because uh, you don't have RZA producing it. So you got Kanye and you got Mike Dan- Mike Dean producing it. So it's going to be a different sound. I think that's kind of cool, too. Sometimes you got to uh, get out of your box and just kind of be a little bit different, uh, do something different, sound different. And uh, it's been 20, now it'll be 22, uh, 20, I want to say 21, 22 years too long uh, uh, for Supreme Clientele 2. The original one is just on point. It's one of my favorite albums from Ghostface, one of my favorite albums, period. So I can't wait uh, February 22, um, which, you know, my birthday month, so it would be a birthday gift for myself. Uh, definitely, I'm a big Ghostface fan, and um, I'm kind of curious to see how Kanye West and Mike Dean's music match with Ghostface style his lyrics, his swag, and the whole nine. Because majority of the time you get you get RZA on there. So this is a good, like I said, a good way just to kind of um, get out, think out of the box, and and just deal with one of the greatest producers on the planet, which is Kanye. Um, I mean, you you know, you can that's that's not bad. If you go to RZA, you go to Kanye, you go to Hit Boy, you go to Dre. Um, you know what I mean? Like you, you so you can't go wrong and. I'm just I'm curious to see just how these two uh, mesh together musically. I mean, I know they did a couple of tracks together, um, so I just this, this should be kind of cool. It should be a lot of 
a lot of fun. Uh, staying in the world of Yeezy, uh, Kanye West puzzles fans by debuting Basic Hoodie for $90 as part of Gap Incorporated Partnership. Kanye West debuted a simple hoodie that runs $90, the latest piece of exclusive clothing to go along with the partnership with Gap. Uh, the musician and businessman mogul inked a deal with Gap uh, in 2020 to create a line of clothing under his Yeezy brand. The artist previously debuted a puffy jacket that retailed for 200 Now he's debuted a very <clears throat> simple, simple hoodie uh, that comes in six different colors and retail for $90 in adult sizes and 70 in children. Gap scrubbed its, uh, its official Instagram on Thursday in order to make room for six posts all featuring the relatively basic-looking hoodie in their re- respective available colors. GQ reports that users can go to the special Yeezy store on the Gap website there where users will be prompt with questions about their fit preferences uh, being taken into a virtual waiting room to pre-order the hoodie. The outlet reports that those who do those who do so can expect a wait time of roughly two to three weeks before the clothing item is in your hands, closer to two months if you decide to go with the black one. Although uh, reports say that several people on social media were quick to denounce the hoodie for retailing for such a high price for an otherwise minimalist design, the product does indeed have the ty- uh, typical high quality that Yeezy merchandise is known for, such as thick double-layer cotton. Still, as with the puffier jacket, uh, many who race to pre-order it are aware that they that they are really paying for is the brand name, which is the outlet notes can often go for significantly more than asking price on a retail. Uh, as a result, the jacket sold out relatively relatively quickly, and all signs indicate that West's new hoodie will do the same. If that's the case, it will mark another successful product in the in the 10-year deal uh, the Gap Inc. and West made last year that will see him design more clothes for the brand, including footwear, uh, given his previous partnership with Adidas. Bloomberg note that the Yeezy brand has value at roughly 3.2 to 4.7 billion. And the gap tie-in also could be worth $907 million in total, according to bank estimates. On a different note, the move marked a bit of a personal milestone for Wes, who worked at a Gap store in Chicago where, when he was young prior to hitting it big with his music career. Um, I've seen the hoodies, and they are basic. I can get them from Foreman Mills or anywhere else. They your basic hoodies and the whole nine. And if you... Stupid enough to buy it off in name recognition alone, then God bless you and go waste your money. But it, it's typical. It's it's basic. It's, it's a basic John. That's it. I'm not paying ninety dollars <clears throat> for a basic ass hoodie that I can get from Fifty Second Street off the stand or Foreman Mills or wherever J C Penney or Casual Mills. Being talking big sexy guy, you know what I mean? You know, just put it out there. But um, I. It's just basic. It's really go on and see it. It's just, it's, you are paying for the name. You're paying for the fact that his name's attached to it. I, I I don't understand it. I don't get it. But you know, people dig that shit. They they, they dig that shit. I, I don't I don't know. I'm not paying ninety for myself for one and seventy for my kid. That's crazy. You know what I mean? Like you usually get like five for ninety. You know what I mean? Different colors and whatever. 
But y- y'all want to go out there and do it? Be my guest. I ain't gonna judge you. You asshole. You stupid. No. Oh, uh, I mean, anyway. Uh, that's them. I'm in the wrong business. I really need to be making hoodies and like, hey, I made the original NYPA hoodie. It's just your basic blue. That's it. Basic blue by KG. I don't know. But um, but if people are paying for it, then go right ahead. I've seen them. Nice looking. Plain. I don't, I don't get it. But that's very interesting on how people buy stuff because someone, a celebrity, some, someone made something just off the name alone because it's their name. But it's just basic. Well, this is so-and-so. Who cares? But that's fashion in general. That's art in general, quite frankly. Um, but that's just society today. You put you put a machine behind it and hype it up, and people will eat it up. It's just that simple. Um, let's see. All right. I got time for one more music break. When I come back, we'll wrap things up here on this episode of NYPA Entertainment Radio. The five, you're doing a remix or what? Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Hey, yo, bus, let me get the backward, nigga. <laughs> yo, five dog is in the building. Red man is in the building. Foster Rhymes in the building. Remix. <laughs> Peep the rebirth of the reborn as I rebuild Reconnect with this rebel, redefine and raw still I realign, readjusted, refocus, reanalyze What's real versus bullshit Had to refuel, reactivate to reemerge Reevaluate, recalculate Bitch, I return Redefine, re-energize, get reacquainted Rhythm kids incorporated Roots, we made it Invulnerable, inviting, invincible Inventive one, which leads most inviolable Get involved, invest in these youths Kid invigorate, induce that all realness Insecure, nah, more like inhumane It's not a game, set your mouth Use the inner voice, stay in your lane Inaugurate those with incentive to want to innovate Insisting that those who inspire, we will initiate What? And that's a stand in a nutshell Nutshell, nutshell, nutshell Ha! Fight dog in a nutshell New York finest in a nutshell Look Unpredictable, I'm so unfuckwittable, unfathomable, the love I get unconditional, unequivocal, indestructible, unthinkable, spit, it's understandable, how to flip unforgettable, unbuckled out, unclothed bitches and rarries, unclean vagina, pizzo, click up an army, unhospitable, that's one sick individual, untraceable DNA, nigga, flip unforgivable, <laughs> and that's just me in a nutshell, <laughs> I unallow those unwelcome, you're unapparent, <laughs> it's undisputed, I got you stuck like under a magnet, under a cabinet, unofficially, though I I had to get a number. number. Write it up under the logo of the laminate. The unbeaten, undertaker, undercutting niggas. Unexplainable, last beating, underhanded niggas. Undenounced, baby, you wanted to mention. I understandably hope that we have to understand it. Ah, and that's just me in a nutshell. 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 Then, bust up us in a nutshell. Reggie. Yeah, I keep moving, I keep blood, I keep fire. I keep an attitude for niggas to keep flying. I keep it juices. Bigelow, the Rob Schneider, I keep it flowing to my hands getting off writing. I keep bars, I keep money, I keep cooking. I keep a car for short day to keep looking. I keep it jurors, I'm killing them. I keep going, I put you on a t-shirt, nigga, keep calm. I keep women, I'm like knives, I keep ether. Fife and bust, that's my brother's keeper, keeper. I keep a K, call it slave, the street sweeper. Same Zima, give me them keys to your beamer. Keep your friends closer, enemies closer. It's rappers like me that are pissed off Oprah. Keep focused. I keep blunts for cheap thrills Me and Lizzie Lohan, that's a nutshell Ha! Red man in a nutshell 
with the bomb and I shop for shoes. You don't get it, then it's not for you. Dig it. Woo. Go. Yo. Just dance, just dance. dance Ladies in Montreal, fam, de la France. Hey, shake that ass, shake that ass. Ladies in Montreal, fam, de la France. Yo, just dance, just dance. Ladies in Montreal, fam, de la France. Hey, shake that ass, shake that ass. Ladies in Montreal, fam, de la France. Five dogs, Killer J, Red Man, Potato Head, people wanna beat. Ali Shahid on the mix. Man, you got this shit knocking, bro. Back. <laughs> we miss you, fight. Forever, nigga. Welcome back to NYPA Entertainment Radio. Look at the time, people. I'm about to let you guys go. I held you up long enough. Um, let me say a few things before I wrap things up on this episode, the Invincible NYPA Entertainment Radio. Um, I'm looking forward to a great year in general, uh, 21 to 22, season 11, um, uh, in terms of the show itself. Uh, things are picking back up, like I said last week, and I got a few surprises and back on camera and the whole nine and. Now, you know, because of pandemic, everything was kind of pushed back. So it's picking back up again in a lot of different ways, from guests to what I have surprised surprised for the website, um, the apparel, the whole nine. So everything's picking back up, and we're gradually getting there. And I'm looking forward to my novel, um, Not a Perfect Man, but a Good Man. It's done, completed. I'm on my second edit, so I'm just trying to get that out there. Hopefully by 22. And I'm 22, 23 because I want it to be right. I want it to be perfect. But the novel is completed in general. I'm just tweaking it and, and doing a second edit through and, and making sure the, the grammar and the flow of the story is going well. So uh, not a perfect man, but a good man. That is in the book, so to speak, no pun intended. It's done. It's ready. So with that, in the show, great things are happening. I have a, you know, a, a, I'm blessed to be here and excited that I have the 11th season on and popping, it's 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 on its way, and, and it's just it's bright skies and sunshine. And like I said, it's going to have its obstacles, but I'm going to get around that as always. And I appreciate you guys always. Shout out to you guys for now, for listening to the show every week and um, checking it out and, and, and the whole nine. I, I give you all the trailers because, you know, get to let you all know, get you all hyped up, so to speak. I uh, hope, hope it, it's working. Hopefully it's working. And uh, there's a lot more surprises coming. There's going to come with the show. Like I said, you're going to see this handsome face on camera soon enough. And uh, and the guests I have lined up is just ba- is, is scheduling and, and the whole nine. But I uh, appreciate you guys for everything, for taking the time out, like I said, and, and especially for this episode, for letting me uh, try to end my best to entertain you. If I can get it right this time, i get it right next time. And uh, like I said, you want to get at me at NYPA. ENT Radio on uh, Instagram, <clears throat> uh, Kyle L. Graham, Facebook, uh, Twitter is the same same handle um, as the Instagram at NYPA ENT Radio, uh, on Twitter and everything, so I'm picking up my social media stuff now, getting back on, trying to uh, be entertaining on there too, but definitely get at me. Uh, you got any suggestions, anything, man, you know, the, the email is NYPA. 
entertainment spelled out at gmail.com. Get at me if you got comments or whatever. Get on social media, you got something to say. You don't like what I said or do like what I say. I'm easily accessible and just, you know, talk to me. Uh, all right, folks, I'm going to wrap things up. Thank you so much. Be safe. Have a good week. And I'm back here live with you cats and kittens. Groovy, baby. Uh, next Sunday, 5, 7 p.m. on Blog Talk Radio and other platforms. That's it. I'm out. Deuces. Be safe. The show's over. NYPA Entertainment Radio. Baby. Yo. I'm not a preacher, I just like making good music. Paranoid from the weed, Lord, can you help me please? Once more, I drop to my knees, tell me, Lord, how could it be? Blind to rain I've never seen, tell me, Lord, why is it me? Is it cause I'm chasing dreams? Is it cause I'm chasing cream? Is it cause I'm close to each and every one of my enemies? Danger is my company, I swear I hate this industry. All women love the way I'm living, they know I'm unforgiving, heartless and deceiving. How am I still breathing? Scared of what I've seen, still scared of what I'm seeing. Uh. Making me pick and choose with win or lose Even one of one, my mind is left better than bruised Choose, these niggas fruity like a pebble I fly straight, I'm on my level Sell your soul, deal with the devil <laughs> I'ma stay smoking this weed, man Trouble finding the absolute meaning of life Will I become a success? Can I find me a wife? These questions seem to get harder as they passing me by But I won't give in to the pressure floating on cloud number nine I'm just drifting away, these dreams keep me fueled to progress This weight that I hold on my chest from packing on all of the stress Throughout the daily grind, I seek to find a peace of mind No wasting time, I need to climb up to the top to make this mine Cause I control my destiny as I'm destined to be much more than the stars Can I line the journey is dark but I'll find A source of light to help distinguish the goods and the evil the benign and the lethal, the opaque and the see-through Won't let my demons conquer all that I've built from within Present my past with my future ambitions through paper and pen It's more than words in the story that I relay to you My heart is stuck in a bond while searching for proof of certain truth As if a beast while the wind is blowing and grass is growing Ocean waters are flowing with these cups of liquor we pouring As the summers get hotter, winters get colder I say a soldier, my mindset for the future's never been bolder You need a shoulder to cry and then you can lean on me We all go through trials and tribulations throughout the lives we lead The scars are bare are reminders of battles that I've won Lessons I've learned and rules that I broke to teach to my future son Cause I'll be damned if he grows to be an illiterate, ignorant and belligerent person who doesn't give a shit That's all the question for me as long as I'm still breathing Culture, my morals, the society as he begins seething But if I have a girl, she'll be my diamond and my pearl Regardless of the cold-hearted nature amongst this cruel world I'm just looking to be enlightened in this day and age With knowledge and wisdom to help me through all the pleasure and pain Over. The show is over.
over, the show is over.